Greetings, everyone. Hey, how you doing? It's Matt Seller. Today, we are doing a spoiler talk review for The Owl House, Season 2, Episode 5, dubbed Through the Looking Glass Ruins. That's right, folks. We're here to talk about The Owl House. And when I mean we, I mean myself and my good friend Mark, joined via satellite radio. Give it up for the good old Mark. He's ready. He's hungry to talk about this episode. How you doing out there, Mark? Call me Captain Mark, because this ship has set sail. Also, there's some stuff with, uh, what's his name? Uh, not lose. You know, Gus. All right, yeah. We got an A plot centered around him, but we think the B plot is going to be the A plot for most people, wouldn't you say? Yes. And so we're here to talk about both those A plots. But before we begin, may I remind you folks that here on the Matthew Seller Podcast channel, we'd like to talk about animation, whether in movies or TV. So be sure to subscribe. It really helps us out. Like videos. It also helps us out. And, you know, share among your friends and family. That super helps, Mark. It sure does. You people should do it. If you enjoy it, if you like it, if you like us, if you like cool stuff, you like cool stuff. Wise words. Well, without further ado, what is The Owl House, Season 2, Episode 5, Through the Looking Glass Ruins all about? Well, I'll keep it short and simple. Gus tries to impress a group of cool kids from Glandis High, while Luce and Amity journey into the most dangerous section of the library so that they can find a supposed book written by the only human who has ever made it into the Boiling Isles long ago. Meg give clue to how Luce can discover a way back. And that is the general synopsis of this episode. Mike, won't you kick things off here? What worked for you in this episode? You ever notice in magical worlds where kids have the potential to die at any given turn? All the libraries have a forbidden section. Or is that just me? Anybody else? No? Okay. And if I remember correctly, in this world, it's not the forbidden section. It's the forbidden stacks. Because, well, first of all, it's a trope. It looks cool in fantasy settings. But if you stack your books, I just want you to know you are a monster and there's a special place the nine circles for you. Oh dear. Anyway, on to your points, mister. Yeah, don't be mean to books. Also, this episode, I guess. Really cute. Season two, especially this episode, is really making me like Gus as a character. I still think he's not necessarily the most interesting, but ever since which puberty and him being much more vulnerable in this episode, I've come to really like him more. I don't know, maybe I just hated that he was such a positive, happy little ball of sunshine that was confident in himself while I'm this old decrepit creature watching cartoons but uh yeah no gus is really good the the other boy matt holomew i completely forgot he was a thing until honestly you brought it up earlier in a conversation we had matt so i guess it's cool he's back and that you know gus has a friend outside of willow and lose and um uh, the illusion stuff was cool especially once gus just goes fully into it and i mean the B, or dare we say, other A plot with Amity and Luz was adorable. It was great. The twins might just be my favorite characters right now. I'm not going to lie. Some of their dialogue in this episode was chef's kiss, good stuff. Um, Even there's this one part in the beginning where uh, Luz asks them if they're here to pick up Amity. And then Amira responds after Luz says that. No, but it looks like you are. And I just was like, oh, oh. She got you. She got you. Get dunked on. Go in there and, you know, get your girl, but also get dunked on. 
And, you know, Edric also has a date, and I really kind of just need an episode focusing on that because Edric is just a good boy, and I want happy things for him, and I look forward to seeing, you know, just more of that. But yeah, no, this was a real fun episode. The end stuff with the di- with the diary and everything was really cool. I did love that the mouse was able to give us a visual representation of it, and I did like the look it was going for there. It's kind of a meant to look like a shadow puppety, puppety kind of style, which isn't, you know, uncommon, especially these days, I feel like, when explaining something old and fantasy-like. But yeah, no, I, I liked it a lot. I think there's probably a lot of credence right now for a lot of people who think that Belos is that original human. And yeah, no, this was just a fun episode. I liked it. it I wish there was uh, maybe more to say, but other than that, I was just, this was probably one of the more fun episodes we've had so far for season two. I really liked it. It was a lot of fun. It advanced the plot forward, but also had its fun own little two mini stories going on. And yeah, I enjoyed it. Yeah, I concur with you a lot there, Mark. In terms of Gus's storyline, this episode does show his vulnerability and his insecurities on his own powers well enough, I think. It definitely adds more to him now than instead of like a snobbish kind of kid moves. Well, yeah, he's very supportive of Willow and Luce, but he's always been kind of in his own world. But in this episode, we got to see a little bit more of his human side, which was really nice. The one thing I will say that I didn't, there was no real surprise for me in terms of that plot line. I mean, as soon as he was trying to impress the cool kids from high school, it's always been that kind of thing. And maybe we're just showing our age here, but we always know that there are ulterior motives when it comes to groups like these kind of trying to find special artifacts or like whatever, going to places that might be forbidden. And it seemed like the characters were genuinely kind of nice. It was funny where Bria, who I believe was like the girl of the group, which by the way, she is voiced by Felicia Day. So if you're fans of her, you probably recognize her voice. Anyway, I remember there was this one section just when when they were approaching the center of the through the looking glass ruins she was explaining to Gus that at her high school things are a bit different than say the school that he might be used to the powerful kind of control everything or take from a lot of people and so by going to the ruins they'll get the stone that will amplify their magic and she said as soon as she gets that object she'll be able to set things right now as soon as she said that I knew right away she was a bad guy she was a turn coat. She's going to create problems for Gus. The way she delivered the line, she sounded genuinely nice, friendly and all that. But I've seen this tale so many times. That was very predictable. It happens. And I was like, no surprise here. But did that bother me? No, it did not really bother me at all because Gus got to utilize his illusion powers and see the true value behind it. Which by the way, they said illusion, the weakest of the four elements. I was like, dude, have you not heard of the MCU? I mean, Illusions can be very dangerous with the right discipline and technique. Anyway, so yeah, I agree with you, Mark. Gus's plotline definitely added to him, and there were some really interesting moments there. But yeah, from what Mark said, there's really not much more I can add to Amity and Luce's own little adventure of trying to find that book. I mean, we got more exposition on how things may have gone down with that human, Philip, I think his name, or Philippe. I did think the rat eating the books, recording knowledge, was a little bit of a MacGyver moment for me, but the Boiling Isles are weird as is, so I guess I buy that. And once again, yes, I 100% agree. I love the relationship building between Luce and Amity. I think it's really cute. I still kind of stand in that ballpark here where I think the relationship dynamic would be much more interesting if Luce wasn't as shy 
about it as Amity is, because Amity, consistently from season one to now two, she definitely has trouble expressing herself, expressing her emotions due to her upbringing, I suppose. It makes sense to me. I feel like Luce, who has been an outcast as a human, I mean, I've said this before, so I'll keep it brief. I feel like for her, being in the Boiling Isles, it really feels like a place where she can express herself. I think I would like her to exhibit more confidence whenever she's around Amity, even though, yes, she can still blush and feel a little shy about it. I don't know. I'd like to see like a hint of sparkle behind her eyes a little bit, but that's just my take on it. I'm still down for it. I want to see how much they'll be able to support each other as things happen. And plus, I kind of like the idea, Mark, where when Luce was trying to describe going back to the human world, Luce said, I wouldn't mind showing you around whenever I manage to get home, Amity. Maybe you can come with me. Check it out or whatever. And I kind of thought about that. I was like, you know what? That'd be a really cute thing. Also, I don't think we've seen much of a Boiling Isle residence in the human world much before so we'll see how that goes but yeah that's my overall take on this episode i liked it i thought it was cute can't wait to see more and uh how many episodes we got until the mid-season hiatus as it may be called we got three more ah excellent we still got a few more weeks of fun owl house entertainment yeah we have till the end of july july 31st for episode eight knock knock knocking on hootie's door join us next week for episode six when we'll be talking about hunting patlisman such suspense but you heard our opinion but now we want to hear yours. Let us know in the comment section below. What did you think of this episode of The Owl House Season 2, Episode 5, Through the Looking Glass Ruins? Did you like it? Did you not like it? Share your thoughts. Join the conversation. Be sure to like, share, subscribe, ring that bell to be notified when new videos drop. And if you want to support me directly, consider going to my Patreon. And if you want to watch me do some animation, follow me on Twitch. Links are in the description below. Uh, this is Matt Sella. This is Mark. I thank you you all for tuning in. Oh, wait, we didn't talk about the kiss. Oh.